This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. It's going to be hot and sticky. We got hot action inside the Odds Couple. It's Carmen DeFelco and Mike North with you as always. We are presented by PropSwap. You get us on the ESPN Chicago app and, of course, ESPN 1000 every Saturday morning with the Encore replay at 8 o'clock. Kind of mixed results last week, but we're still hanging around giving out some winners, and uh, that's what is important. We had a couple of bad beats last week, and I know I did in the baseball game I gave out, but that's gambling, Mike. Yeah, and you know what? Thank God for Cincinnati. I had them on the money line, and I also had them on the run line. So they won both. Otherwise, you know, I had Winnipeg. They lost. Uh, you know, we did. We had a 500 week. It yep. happens even to the odds couple. I mean, uh, it, it, every so often you're going to have uh, bad beats or what have you. But you got to also remember the good results, and we've been having plenty of those. And I gave out already uh, the Boston Red Sox on the uh, Carmen and Yurko show, one of the great shows in the Midwest region, uh, the tri-state area and the world, if you will. So uh, it's looking good. Got one more for tonight. But Carmen, I was saying even earlier today, it's a different type of uh, schedule. I mean, there's not a whole lot going on, not a lot of attractiveness. Yeah, there's uh, only uh, two, there's two games in the NBA, obviously, and then they've nothing got some there. other action this weekend. Then there's nothing in the NHL until Sunday. Right. But we're down to the final four on the NHL. What a thrilling win for Vegas last night. Yeah, let I me mean, apologize to them. Let me Because last week I sort of poo-pooed them. And I didn't mean to do that. What I meant last week, and I listened to the show three, four mm-hmm. times, especially because it's so damn good and it's well-produced. There's no question about it. Uh, just ask the guy that produces it. Randy uh, will tell you. Oh, and, and, and the bottom line is I wasn't what I said. And what I meant was in the past, even in their first year, Vegas was like huge. The, the, the half, I mean, the in-between show, the pre-game show, everything else. They were an expansion team to go to the playoffs. I was What I meant is this year, I thought they were flying a little under the radar compared to Pittsburgh and Boston yeah. and, and, and some of these, uh, Toronto, and they're the survivors. So congratulations to them so far. They are now the favorite. I mean, a week right. ago, a week ago, they were, they were down in an 0-2 hole. They had lost both games in Colorado. Right. They go back home. And we're talking about Vegas. They win that game. They rip off four in a row. And now they are the favorite to win the cup at plus 115. Tampa's not too far behind at plus 150. The Islanders are 6-1. to one, And then the Canadians are your long shot as we're down to the final four at 10-1. to one. And I'm so tempted to put just maybe sure. a little bit because they've got the best goalie in the world right now, Mike, who's playing unbelievable. And we know how important that is in hockey. Carey Price is out of his mind right now. Most important position in sports. Uh, the quarterback position, I have rated second. I mean, we've talked about this before. If you have a goaltender that can just stand on his head night in, night out, all you have to do is look what's happened in Montreal. Yep. I mean, the fact that they're 10-1 to 1 still. You'd be going, oh, man, they got no chance. Until you found out how they got to where they got, where they had no chance, and they made their chance, and mainly because, okay, hey, give everybody credit, but the goaltender, period. That's it, man. It is so important. And the Lightning are a pretty big favorite to kick off that series against the Islanders this weekend. The Lightning are going to be a tough out again, I think. You're right. I'm happy for the Islanders. Yeah. Yeah. Barry Trotsky. The forgotten children of the day. That's right. Absolutely. 
You know, they had they were in the Nassau Coliseum, and yeah, they, they were vagabonds for a while, and you know, they played on long they play on Long Island. I hear they got a new arena. Or they're yeah. going to have a or new arena. Have one, I think. Right. right. Yeah. Beautiful and this and that. So uh, good for them. I'd like to see them make some noise. Uh, I think people most most people took Boston to win that that thing, and it didn't happen for them. Yeah, good for the Islanders. They're well coached with Barry Trotz. So the right. updated NBA title odds still have. The Nets is a pretty big favorite, and uh, this has just been the case really for about the last four months. The Nets are a plus-140 favorite to win the title. They did lose last night. That was an ugly, ugly game. I had the Bucks laying three and a half. Of course, the Bucks win by three. That one stung a little bit. Uh, the big lead they got out to, they could not hold on to, and they made it way closer than anybody thought if you watched the first 12, 15 minutes of that game. But neither team shot the ball well. I don't know what's going on with the Bucs. Even though they eked out a win, they have not been impressive, Mike. Well, they, you know what? They're playing a heck of a team. I mean, they're, they're basically, I, I'm praying that the Nets don't win it because it makes the NBA look bad, makes the regular season look mundane. That's why they're looking for the midseason tournament. Uh, my deal is you've got to get better players around this guy. He's a heck of a player, but he can't shoot free throws. No. We know that can be a problem. He, somebody's got to tell him to step inside the circle, quit shooting threes. That's not happening for you. I think you're like 4 or 17 or something like that. Your free throws are bad. So, I mean, you got to point the finger at him, too, at the, at the freak. But they're not there without him. Uh, somebody's got to step up. Middleton stepped up last night. Uh, but can you depend on him every single game? I don't think so. Right. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I'm hearing this Durant's the greatest and everything else. Let me just say this one more time. He joined Golden State, and they already won. And he's with Kyrie Irving and James Harden. And if you want me to flip a coin, I could take any one of the three and be comfortable with it, okay? So the nonsense that he may be the best, he's played on the most stacked teams. I will give him this. He's making a strong case in the era of LeBron that he might be as good as LeBron was, if not better. He is such a good scorer. I will give him that. Like yep. He is as good as anybody I've seen score. He's, just, he's such a freak athletically in the things he can do with that But body. his pettiness and his nonsense. Oh, yeah. He's getting, yeah. I mean, last night, first of all, I do know this. They, they had a little contentiousness last night, so it's good to see that yeah. in the playoffs. But, yeah, I mean, I had the, I had them parred with Boston last night. Uh, and Minus three and a half Milwaukee. Mm. So they broke my heart. It broke your heart. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know a guy that just took uh, Milwaukee on the money line and that for a considerable amount of money, and that takes a lot of nerve. Absolutely, yeah. And so I don't want to look too far ahead because we've got three games between now and Sunday. But I love Utah, and I'm still sticking with Milwaukee. My I, I like Utah, games. too. We will, my talk, God. we will talk about Utah in a yeah. minute. Looking ahead to Sunday, this will be game uh, four uh, in Milwaukee. Brooklyn. Early on, and this could change in 48 hours, Brooklyn's a two-point favorite right now. Even though Milwaukee was the small favorite last night, as Mike and I said, about three and a half. They did not cover. They got beat by the hook last night. Brooklyn's about a two-point favorite right now. The Bucks have only been an underdog, including, la- uh, including excuse me, games uh, one and two of the series. The Bucks have only been an underdog five times this season. The bad news, if you're a Bucks fan, they're 0-5 straight up and against Ooh, the spread. Oh, good call. How about that? That's a nice trend. That's a trend. But, you know what? I heard everybody say that the Nets were going to beat them yesterday. Mm. How could you be giving the Nets points? It's the mm. NBA. You know what? Maybe they got the monkey off their back with this victory. Hey, they say it was ugly. I mean, I heard the national guys today. I'm not going to mention names <laughs> saying that, hey, you know what? If you're a Milwaukee fan, you still can't feel good. How can you say something like that? You won, and now you've got a chance. Things change if they should happen to pull off another win. I thought they played tight last night, but 
you know what? They didn't play. You know, everybody says the Nets played bad. So did Milwaukee. And you know what? Lose Holiday's got to show up. Yeah, Holiday's well, got to show up, Carmen. He's not really showing up. Although He's a he regular make, season he, hero so far. He, he did make the big basket late last night. But I, I agree with that. But that, that, if, that, if Durant hits that three, yeah. now we're back to square one. Yeah. I will you say know. I'm guilty of sometimes letting, like, I go on my rants sometimes because you don't I'm, seem I, like that type of guy. Well, you seem like a very calm, cool demeanor type of person. I mostly am, but like sometimes I'll let my emotions get the best of me. And when I had Milwaukee minus the three and a half last night, when I have Milwaukee in the series, when I've stuck my neck out from Milwaukee the last couple of years, you got it right. I kind of went on a little rant with Cap and Hoodie earlier when I joined them. I do a segment with them on Fridays, and like I get, I'm like I'm done with Milwaukee. Like the they didn't impress me last night, and you're right. And I even I'm like they won the game, and I'm still mad at them because I like Giannis looks like he's never looked at a basket the way he's shooting from the line and from distance right he's now. He's got to be told even, to come in. I don't. I, I, Quit I, shooting the three. Get inside a little bit. Run the tr- in transition. They're daring him on turnovers. They're right. daring him to shoot those threes, and he's, he's doing it. And he's not even coming close. Now he did hit a big shot last night. Okay, but you're not hitting enough of them where you're going to. Oh. I'm talking about a three where you're yeah. going to make them want to come out and get you. And you got to hit a couple, and you know what? That's the fastest thing to get. No, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, last night. I mean, look what happened in the second half. I mean, they they. Uh, you blinked your eyes. They were they I were know. being outscored 19 to three early. I know. Some something's in his head at the free throw line too. And Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson talked about it on the broadcast last mm-hmm. night. I think it was Van Gundy who brought it up. And he said, they, the, somebody needs to tell Giannis, you got to stop at the free throw line and just go. He's taking way too long. Remember, in the previous series, he got called for, for uh, ten, uh, seconds. 10 seconds. Who the hell ever sees that called, Mike? I know. That's, he, something that's a is Car- going he's on doing in his Carmelo. head. Yes. He's doing a Carmelo Anthony, holding on to the ball, stopping the penetration, also stopping the movement, the rotation of the ball. There's something going on in his head, and I agree with Van Gundy. Like, they should tell him, you got to speed it up. Take a deep breath, take a dribble, shoot your free throw, because he's taking all this time and getting called for violations. He's airballing it. Or he, I mean, it, oh, like and it's, I, it's I, I, oh, I thought, yeah, the, the free throws. The free are, throws, that's what look, I mean. Oh, I, okay, Shaq used to miss. But see, Shaq, you could depend on he wasn't going to take threes. He wasn't going to take bad shots. That's what I thought you were talking about, too. He's holding on to the ball too long sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes he's dribbling too much. He's going one-on-one. He's not even moving the ball. He's Last night he had a couple just horrible turnovers. He knows all these expectations around him, maybe. He's just got to learn. Of course he does. He's got to play within himself a little bit more. He's good enough. All right, when we come back, uh, Mike and I do want to talk about that Jazz Clippers series and uh, how exciting the Jazz have been. Game three of that series is tomorrow. There are two games tonight that we will discuss. Um, We're going to give you our best plays a little bit later on. And, of course, Mike, our guy Luke Pergandy is coming. That's our guy. I got to golf with him earlier this week. So How was it? It was great. How would you shoot? We were five under. We had six birdies. Unfortunately, we made a bogey, too. So we we had six birdies and a bogey. We were five under. But we had a great time. My group was 11 over. Yeah, that that's bad. Yeah, well, I saw your little shot. Don't worry about it on Twitter, okay? <laughs> Michael talking about and that Jesse later. too. I saw oh, Jesse, Jesse, but that's nothing new. I remember him doing that twenty years ago. Poor, okay, poor Jesse. Oh yeah, that was awful. Luke Pergandy will join us when we come back next. You're listening to the Odds Couple. Friday night at six with a replay Saturday morning at eight on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports.
Back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Make sure you follow us and hit us up on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. And uh, our next guest is one of our favorites. He's one of the two founding members of PropSwap, which we talk about all the time. I had the pleasure of hanging out uh, on Monday at our station's golf outing with Luke Pergandy as we played golf together. He is at Luke Pergandy on Twitter, and he joins us now on the show. Oh, buffet in Vegas, sir. <laughs> That's right, in Vegas. How's it going, Luke? Yep, coming to you live from Las Vegas. It's good. It is uh, it's starting to get warm out here, but we've had good temps so far, so not not 110 degrees just yet. Is that town absolutely buzzing after last night, the thrilling win? They rip off four straight, and they are one of the four semifinalists now. Uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs. They will start later. I think it's Monday, actually. They'll start that series against Montreal. So is Vegas a buzz right now with uh, Golden Knights fever? Yeah, I mean, this this team is, uh, this city is totally embraced this hockey team. Um, the Vegas Knights odds now are plus 125 yeah. to win the Stanley Cup. I mean, wow. my goodness, with, you know, another, two more series to go. Uh, I've, I've seen them at plus 115 some places. I mean, my gosh. Um, making quick work of the Avalanche rattling off four in a row, and here they are playing to have uh, another team that we've talked about on this show who's uh, – we still got this ticket that, you know, the the buyer paid $42 for a Montreal Canadiens ticket when they were down 3-1 to in the Leafs. That ticket is now worth $1,500 on drops up. Well, you know what? Let's talk about what we talked about last week. I mean, I was saying that I really like the Bucks and the Jazz, especially at the odds that they were getting to go all the way or to make it all the way. Uh, I saw today on Twitter with uh, uh, you know, uh, there's some Utah Jazz action going on right now. And uh, what are you telling people? And uh, you came, you, you got a very good angle on this, and this is what we try to preach every single week. We tell people what you should do if they have a Utah Jazz ticket. Right. So the Jazz opened at 40 to 1 odds this season to win the NBA Finals. They are now down to plus 250, being up 2 0 against the Clippers. And the question becomes if you're ever going to sell your Jazz future, when do you do that? And even if this team advances past the Clippers, which is not a lock, the Clippers just came back sure. from being down 2 0 to Dallas and beat Dallas, so this isn't a lock, then you got to potentially go to Phoenix. And and win us, you know, probably going to be a six game series, maybe a seven game series against the Phoenix Suns, who look incredible. Yeah. And win that series, then conceivably play the Brooklyn Nets, who they will assuredly be a giant underdog to. So assume that they beat the Suns, which is not a lock at all. Then they go play Brooklyn. They'll still be a two to one dog to beat the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA Finals. So. The question becomes, are you going to sell your Jazz ticket now when they're up 2-0 against L.A. or wait to win this series, wait another series, and then you're going to sell? No, sell it, now. It just seems to me you got to sell it now, right? Sell like, take now. advantage well, and the, of the momentum. Like the, you could even the, – the risk you run if you hold it is like – It's ridiculous. It, if the Clippers win the next two at home, and then they might not be plus 250 anymore. You know what I mean? So like, That's right. I, yeah, I see what Luke's saying. Like, and then it, they run into buzzsaws down the line. Right, yeah. So, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long shot. Sell now, like Luke says, then you got some money, and if you want to buy again, buy again. And if you're a buyer in the Clippers, I guess it'd be a buyer's market right now. I mean, are, are people trying to unload Clippers tickets on PropSwap right now, Luke? Yeah, I mean, the Clippers are 15-1 to 1 right now. Um, they got to win game three. They got to, yeah. Rather, I, I can't imagine this team loses three games in a row to Utah. 
So, yeah, if you buy the Clippers now at 16-1 to 1 and then flip it after a Game 3 win or potentially they knock the series back up, um, yeah, you could definitely buy low in L.A. right now. Yeah, I mean, when the playoffs started, the Clippers were probably around three and a half, four to one, is my guess. You know right? what, though? Yeah. Quinn yep. Snyder's been underrated. Oh, they, don't even talk, they don't even talk about him in the coach of the year running, which I thought was ridiculous. Everybody says, well, who had Phoenix winning? Well, who had Utah winning? I mean, and now I think if Utah wasn't in Utah, if, they, if that jersey said New York or Chicago, they're taken more seriously. Honest to God. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell's one of the best players in the damn game. He's great, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. If they were in a larger market, they would be taken more Absolutely. seriously. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you think like the NBA is fearful of, oh, yeah, Suns and Suns and Jazz or one of those two teams. I mean, I don't know. Like in the NBA, does it matter? When, when I it don't was, even w- care. When it, was, when it was Bulls, Jazz, it was pretty awesome. But maybe that's an unfair yeah. comparison because that's like – you know, that's prime NBA, that's Michael, Scotty, Carl uh, Malone, John but Stockton. But to the betting public, we don't care about the Well, that's No, that that's stuff, true. Right? I agree with that, Mike. Yeah, Right. Just we don't like, care. From a standpoint of, like, what the league wants, you know, oh. kind of wonder sometimes. I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, well, I, yeah, I, I get that argument. You know, I think Phoenix is the loudest arena in sports right now, though. Yeah. Like, this, they're measuring the decibel levels. I mean, the Phoenix arena, um, I believe it's talking stick arena, is the loudest arena in sports. I mean, they have totally embraced this run. Chris Paul is a likable guy, obviously on TV all the time. Devin Booker is an absolute superstar. Well, I think he could win MVP one day if he continues the way that he's playing. Um, so the Phoenix Suns are a super likable team. The LA Clippers are not a likable team no. at all, even though they play in Los Angeles. Like Kawhi, Kawhi is very quiet. No one really likes Paul George anymore. Yeah. So I, I actually think that the league might want the Suns to do this. All right, before we let you go, Luke, uh, you know, you, you joke all the time. When you and Ian uh, sat down and started this whole thing, Prop Swap, a bunch of years ago, you never envisioned that golf majors would be some of your biggest and best action. But here we go, yeah. U.S. Open next week. And for the gamblers, the golf fans, I mean, the action on Prop Swap around these majors is just incredible. You say it all the time. Tons of money-making opportunities to buy and sell. And uh, Rom's DJ and Rom kind of the two favorites uh, as you see it right now. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah, John Rom's a favorite. Um, yeah, that it's uh, and Tory Pines next week for Father's Day. I mean, everyone is going to be watching this golf tournament. Um, if you've never made a bet on golf before, I would highly suggest doing it. It is so much fun to watch your golfer go, you know, up and down the leaderboard throughout the weekend. Uh, it's a major weekend. it's in california like super popular course in tory pines it's a gorgeous course yeah. um yeah it, it will be a, a blast next weekend on uh for the u.s open i'm betting this weekend already so of course some you matchups. are it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's every week is every week is the masters by the way john rom 1.6 million yeah how you doing, everybody? Yeah. My God. It's a lot. How yeah, atrocious. Man. Even for a guy that's got yeah. a lot of money, that's a Come lot of on. money. <laughs> yeah, and you're winning the debacle. prestige. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But very poorly handled uh, yeah. by the PGA. I agree with you, Mike. Absolutely. Luke, enjoy Vegas and uh, enjoy the weekend, and we'll talk to you next Friday. Okay, buddy? Oh, try to get in bed. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. Have a good weekend. See you, Luke. There's oh, Luke Pergandy. He's such a great dude. Yeah, great man. Fun to play with him. He... Uh, he hadn't swung a golf club in six years. I said, Luke, you got to be kidding me. And he said, the day that they got Prop Swap going, uh-huh. from when it went just from an idea to the day they got it going, he said, uh, I stopped golfing. He said, I sure. didn't have, I didn't, I, he goes, I was worried about paying rent. He said, we put everything we had into this. Awesome. And it's, it's, an it's an such awesome a great, story. like he, I mean, it's such a great story. You're right, Mike. And now they've got investors beating down the door, of course. But he goes, I didn't have $140 to drop on golf. 
No. You know, he goes, I couldn't play golf anymore. That was it. He hadn't swung a club in six years. He had such a good attitude. Hell, don't him. worry. He's got plenty of time now. That's he's right. He'll have plenty he's of time. Done and, <laughs> you know, and it's really a great market. You got somewhere to go if you have futures tickets now. Absolutely. So it's a beautiful no thing. No doubt. All right, we'll talk a little bit more basketball. A couple games tonight we want to focus in on. Some baseball as well. And uh, Jim Miller still got ponies for us. Jimmy! In just a little bit. Yeah, we can't miss that hot action. Uh, it's hot outside. We got hot action. Mike and I are rolling along, and we're going to give you our best plays before we're done. So sit tight. We got a lot to do. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all new ESPN Chicago app. Back inside the Odds Couple on the ESPN Chicago app, alongside Mike North and Carmen DeFelco, we are presented by Prop Swap. So we've talked a little on the some NBA, got some baseball to get into. Mike loves betting golf. You just heard him uh, mention oh, that with Luke. I love it. He loves it. I don't know if you ever thought you'd love betting golf so much. Do you no. bet soccer at all, or are you at all interested in Euro 2020? I looked at, I looked at the Paisans today. Yeah. I, looked, I took a look at Turkey and Italy. Me too. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm staying away. Because my inclination minus one fifty, I I already know Carmen's shocked by the, the all the detail I have on this already. <laughs> I, I love it. I mean the over under two and a half, and then you got minus one fifty for Italy. I mean I love my countrymen. There's nothing I'd like to see better. It's a beautiful country. I took I took thirty five people to Italy. Had the time of my life. Oh. We're going to go back, but you know what? It just seems to me that this could be a draw, which would be plus two eighty. Yes. So, you know, um, Italy likes playing for those draws. They like yes. to box it in, and I know, well, yeah. I mean that's their history. You know I what know. I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, and 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 I remember when they played Ireland back in the in the eighties. I mean, there's fights in the street in Chicago, like like we lived there or something. <laughs> like, it was insane. That's crazy. You had to stay out of certain areas, stay out of Bridgeport, stay out of Melrose Park. Oh my Otherwise, God. if you got an Irish flag, you're in trouble. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. It was great. Harlem Avenue. I mean, you didn't drive down Harlem Avenue if you had an Irish flag. Unbelievable. No, you didn't. Uh, Well, France is your pretty uh, strong favorite here at about 4-1 to to win Euro 2020, which, of course— Well, I don't like France, so I'm not going to even— No, I'm not either. If anything, maybe uh, I would maybe agree with Yurko. They got good fries, and that's it. Yeah, French toast and fries. Oh, exactly. Maybe you go with Yurko's advice on Belgium. If you're looking for some longer odds, maybe Belgium at 6-1. to I love Yurko. Oh, he— Belgium! He loves this stuff. He and Jeff Miller, they love it. Are you kidding? They so— Hey, are you prepared—you know, I know we're talking soccer, but are you prepared— to crown Tony Larusa as maybe the manager of the year. No. <laughs> Although I, you, you better he, prepare yourself. No. How many more guys do you think he has to lose before it is they ama- keep putting? It, it is amazing. But their, huh? p- their pitching is so good. Come on, so Carmen, put the hate stuff down. Come uh, on now. Uh, you're better hey, than this. I, I gave him credit we the other day. We went through this with Bulls. We're, you're better than this. I gave Tony credit the other day. Good. Handled the bullpen beautifully. They just couldn't get it done for him. How about I, the hit and run the other night before Madrigo got hurt? Right at the right that time. That was nice, yeah. I mean, I, the guy. I wish you wouldn't be- bunt so much. I wish you wouldn't sacrifice so much. But oh, okay. why? Because, it, look, the, the Gas House Gang bunted. Come on now. The Gas House Gang. Come on. I, Pepper Martin bunted. I can't believe the injuries. I mean, it is. It's, it's. And he keeps saying, you see what he said? It don't matter. We got the guys. That's what he basically said uh, on social media. You got to love the guy. And he sits in the dugout. He's Jack McKeon revisited. It's beautiful. 
Come on, buddy. Yeah. Come ride Listen, with me. I'll, I got the buck wagon. I'll be I've been watching I'm, a lot of the Western Channel. I'm happy I'll they're winning. I'm, I'm definitely happy they're winning. Thank God. Well, you got to give him a little so credit. Hope to I God. I give him a little bit. I give him a little bit. Little I mean, bit. look at Randy. Look at all the credit he gets for his little for his traveling team. That's, huh? That's true. The manager does. I matter. did this. Right, I Randy? did that. I have to watch the pitches. Huh? You kind of do. You're there. Like, you're like you're, the owner. You're their spiritual guy. Okay, that's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, you're like the the, the minister. Exactly. Yeah, you, that's all. They lean on you for spiritual. They do. They look know. to you. You absolutely. The White Sox are facing another lefty tonight. I mean, look. What you, are they? Twenty nine and four, but that's just a fluke, huh? It's unbelievable. I mean, yeah. You know, surprising. And how about their home record, though? They got to get better on the road. Yeah, I agree. They're about five hundred on the road. The Cubs right. and the Sox have two of the best home records in baseball. I think Larusa should go full dark black. Like he did in the eighties with his hair, uh, I think he should dye it completely dark black. I think he should cut it in that style. If I think for the next time they wear the the, the winning ugly jerseys, that's funny. Yeah, right. That, that would be pretty funny. I, oh, the the black. I mean, I I love what he did the other day when they had the new hats and he turned it sideways. I did like that. I, I love that. I got to admit, I'd give him credit if he pulled that move because that'd be pretty funny. Would that be great? That would be pretty good. Yeah. Do you know, uh, so the Sox are David Ross, how about if we have managers of the year on both sides of town? Rossi's done a great job. I was ready to have Ozzie Guillen take over that team about a month ago. Yeah. They don't lose. They've weathered the storm. Look, three and four on that road trip is pretty good. Oh, my right? God, yes. I mean, that's a gauntlet. I was fearful. They started off a little rocky. Uh, so the Sox are in Detroit this weekend. As Mike said, he just gave you the numbers. I mean, we oh. all know it. They destroy lefties. But I will tell you. Detroit sneaky going to be good I, next year. I, I totally agree with you. Mike. I had them last night. They won thirty six and right now they're twenty six and thirty six. They're a year away, man. Mike's not wrong here. The no. t- the Tigers were nine. I watch them. The Tigers were nine and twenty four on May seventh. And they're, Cabrera hadn't even started hitting yet. They're seventeen and twelve since. Like yes. they're five games above five hundred. You know, in the, with since the with that the start. fixer AJ Hinch of all. Well. I just want to say. To all the LaRusa bashers out there, if I may. And I don't know who I'm talking to, even though I do know who I am talking to. Okay? We wanted A.J. Hinch over Tony LaRusa. Think about that. I do. I still. Well, look, you wanted the fixer. A guy yes. that would cheat your kid they in a game cheat. of spades. They all Are you cheat. kidding me? They all cheat. Blackjack accused uh, Tony Larusa of cheating back in the eighties. He said Larusa put a sig they put a system in where they were stealing signs from from center field. They all cheat. We've learned that now more than ever. Every one of them. Uh, and by the way, if we're going to give Tony LaRusso credit, let's give A.J. Hinch for some credit for what he's doing with that team to be five games. I got to be honest. It's, it's, it's begrudgingly, but I will. There we and go. then Cora at Boston. They should both be gone forever for what they did, but they cut a deal. There's no doubt about it. They were both back within a year. I don't know how they pulled it off Major League Baseball, but they did. It seems like it's almost a forgotten thing now, so everybody's moving on. But, man, the White Sox and the Cubs, who thought we'd be talking about the position they're in right now? This uh, this spin rate, spider tag, sticky stuff thing is who knows what baseball is going to decide well, here. Well, Garrett Cole's the biggest guy. Yeah. And then Trevor Bauer, I think, is maybe one of those guys maybe that might be guilty. A lot of guys might be guilty. I think a lot of guys, yeah. Yeah, but I I don't – look, I heard Ryan Dempster talk about it. I thought he was fair. Mm -hmm. There are certain tricks that you were handed up, and then there's blatant Mm -hmm. over the edge. And he Mm -hmm. made this sound like it was blatant Mm -hmm. over the edge, while other things are okay. But, you know, they put pine tar on the bats. Yes. You know, uh, so I don't know what they're going to do about it, but I think it's weak leadership. 
We don't hear anything from the commissioner's office. Nothing. I, I, and I think at some point he's going to have to. I think they're just maybe. My God, he hasn't said anything about anything. I know. I think they're like trying to work out how they're going to police it. because. But they at some point, you're right. Ten times a game they could check without permission from the managers. Yeah. He's going to have to step up at some you know, point and say, okay, this is what we've discovered. This is the problem. We're going to try to fix it, and this is how we're going to police it. I mean, my uh, God, it's re- it's absolutely ridiculous. Baseball's got a bad mark on themselves the last two, three years. It really does. Uh, good watch tonight in New York with the Padres and Mets. Anytime DeGrom goes, it's must-see TV. If you yeah, can they've get scored it. four runs for him in 57 innings. How you doing, everybody? It's amazing. He's given up four runs this year, Mike. He's given up four yeah. runs. Like four it's runs. It's the middle of June. Yeah, and he just, you know, you're, you're terrified to bet him. I, I, well, that's in, it's interesting because you're right. They don't score a lot for him for whatever reason. Right. I know. You know the total tonight is only five and a half in that game. Five and a half. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, this this is old school baseball. This is Fon, Marichal, you know, uh, Colfax, Drysdale, those guys. Mm. I mean, DeGrom's one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, if they're, here's what I will say. Uh, I hope they straighten out whatever they got to straighten out. I'd like to even up. But but I'm watching the girls the other night play. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Florida State. And they never talk about moving the mom back from them. <laughs> I remember the queen in her court. And I remember the king in his court at Dillon Stadium on the north side. You went to watch those guys. He would strike out major leaguers, that guy. Hmm. And these girls are right on top of those baseballs. They're playing great ball. Yeah, want to give them all the credit in the world. Is there betting lines for that? There I don't. Be. I, I don't know. Should, look, if women's look the WNBA, you can bet. You now. can bet. Yep. If women's sports going to go to that next level, let's be honest, you got to be able to bet it. Betting helps. There's it no helps. doubt I'm about sorry. it. And how about can I just say the odds, couple, ladies and gentlemen, an inspiration, <laughs> a heartbeat away from Americana. I can just be. In 1989, I, I had my first handicap show, the NFL handicap show, with Park Ridge, Kenny, Danny, Penny, Philly Dunn from, from a place called 1240. I am so proud that Illinois has the second-best handle in yeah. all of Americana. How about it, huh? Huh? Pretty amazing. See, that's why people go, well, I thought you were going to move to Vegas. You don't have to now. That's right. Not I was going to move there for sports betting. Not anymore. No. Beautiful thing. NBA tonight, Sixers, Hawks, uh, Atlanta's back home where they have ripped off 13 consecutive victories, and they've covered in 11 of those. They haven't lost at home since April 15th. It's incredible. My fear here is if you want to back Atlanta is that I don't know that the Hawks have an answer for Joel Embiid, and I think they might have figured out that Ben Simmons guarding Trey Young is going to work. So I'm a little leery about backing the Hawks, but, man, if you want to play the trend, Go ahead. 13 straight home victories is impressive, yeah. and they're getting a point and a half. Uh, Trey Young would have averaged 17 points a game back in 1984. Yeah, Let me just probably. Throw that in there. Yes. Okay. Trey Young would have gone up the middle with that little floater and gotten destroyed and yes. never gone back there again. Yes. So let's knock off the BS about this kid being the. He's a great player. I wish he was on the Bulls. Don't get me wrong. Just a different ball game now. Totally. I'm with you, Carmen. This it's a stay away game for me. Uh, I love Atlanta. It's a great story. You know, I remember everybody expressed astonishment. How could you let go of that young coach? And then they hired Nick McMillan, where there should have been some votes, hopefully, for coach of the year for him. Yeah, Nick did a great job. Oh, he did a fantastic job with that team. They were dead. They flipped it pretty well. Yeah, you're right about that. He concentrated on defense, concentrated on accountability, got a rotation. They're a different club. Trey Young's a hell of a player. They got some great role players on that team. They're fun to watch. They are, and they can score. There's no doubt. 
When we come back, our guy Jim Miller. Jimmy! He's got some ponies plus our best bet, so don't go anywhere. It's Carmen and Mike. It's The Odds Couple on ESPN Chicago. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on the Odds Couple on this Friday. You got the podcast up here on ESPN Chicago app, and you'll get the Encore replay tomorrow morning, 8 until 9 o'clock on ESPN 1000. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Having fun as always. Our best plays in just a little bit. But first, it's time to get some ponies for the weekend. We talk to the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, where they are racing under the lights all summer long on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. He is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Say hello to Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, 100% capacity, too, is a beautiful thing. So you get nice weather. You get really good racing now as we hit the summer months. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to be fully open again. So we're very excited over at Hawthorne. Phase five, all the restrictions are lifted. With racing under the lights, uh, as the sun goes down, that's got to be a little bit better on the horses, I would imagine, even though it's, you know, we've got very hot extremely hot uh, temperatures right now. And that's never easy on an elite athlete on these racehorses, as you talk about all the time, Jimmy. Does it help a little bit that racing is happening under the lights when the sun goes down a little and maybe it starts to cool off a little bit? Yeah, it definitely helps for sure, Carmen. Usually what they do is they limit the amount of time these horses take to warm up. They'll limit the amount of time that they're on the track. So really they can put forth that top performance there when they're in their race. But you will notice later on in the night as it progresses and it cools off a little bit more, a little bit easier on the horses there, but yes, racing under the lights definitely beneficial. You know, I contend, Jimmy, that there's not a lot of injuries uh, in horse racing. We hear about a horse that may get hurt, his career's over with. But, you know, all the injuries, especially with the White Sox and hamstrings, I've always contended, you know, you're straining the tendons when you stretch. I mean, if the White Sox trainers could get a hold of Secretariat back in the day, they would have had him on his back <laughs> stretching with the, with rubber bands. I contend 25 jumping jacks and you run around. Isn't that basically what horses do besides the jumping jacks that that they don't do just run around for the most part and walk and stay healthier. Of, you know what? And it's funny, Mike, because you say walk, but walk is one of the most important sure. things because these horses multiple times a day are getting walked. And it's basically a half hour walk that they're doing just to stretch out their legs. They'll go out on the racetrack. They'll jog a little bit, a little bit of a light type of stretching in that. And then they really get into the race. The thing that we've noticed a little bit more, though, is trainers are going to a little bit more of stretching out no, those joints like the four-horse races. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that's a little bit interesting to see. But, yeah, the most important thing that you really see is just a morning and an early afternoon walk just to kind of keep the blood flowing and keep the motion going, too. So how do they stretch them? What do, what do they do? They don't. They you're basically, walk. You're lifting, a, you're, lift, you're lifting a front leg up mm. and kind of extending that leg out a little bit and then extending it in a little bit and just kind of going back and forth. Almost like, you know how everybody used to pull that foot up to their to their behind and stretch their leg out yes. like that? Yeah. You see kind of the same thing that they're doing for these horses nowadays, too. A little quad stretch. Not too bad. Uh, how is the 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 uh, construction progressing? You know, we had such a, a mild winter up until yep. things got a little nasty in February, but that really helped uh, kind of jumpstart everything. Jimmy, how are we yep. looking for the summer and into the fall? Everything's progressing really nicely, Carmen. That's a good thing. We've been in the stage right now where you're going through all your final documentation and drawings with our architects, and we finally hit the point where everything is finalized and ready to go, which is good, which means uh, where where every single piece of the structure is going to go, 
is right there and ready in place. So now it's going to be getting those tradesmen in and just kind of having them follow that blueprint. But like you said, things have been as mild as they have been. And what that means is the whole process, once you get going for the tradesmen, only picks up and picks up a little bit more quickly. So something that may have taken, say, 14 months from start to finish, now you're going to look at 11 or 12 months, which is a really good sign. Good to hear. All right, what do we like for this weekend, Jimmy? We're across the country this weekend, starting at Churchill Downs on Saturday, race number nine, bet the three-horse Hendy Woods across the board. We're going to try to beat a six-to-five favorite. This horse is five-to-one, has won four or seven on its career and run well over the track. Then go to Monmouth, race 10. This horse is 15-to-one, the six-horse Croatian. This is a closer, and this is a horse that's going to come from well out of it. Distance should help, though, and this is a horse that I think will be overlooked on the board. And then Hawthorne, race six, bet the five, mnemonic across the board, draws well and loves the racetrack. Okay, so Churchill Downs tomorrow, the ninth race, the three-horse across the board. Monmouth Park, the ten ho- uh, the tenth race, did you say the 15-horse? No, the tenth race, the six-horse. The six-horse, my bad, I'm sorry. The six-horse, and the name is Croatian. We better tell Yurko to bet that Yeah, horse. Yurko would love it, exactly. Oh, my God, okay, so the tenth race at Monmouth Park, we're going to bet the six-horse, Croatian, and then at Hawthorne, the hometown track, we're going to bet the sixth race, the five horse across the board, right? That's right. We're going to make some money, boys. Sounds good, Jimmy. Have a great weekend. Uh, you too. We'll talk to you soon. See you, buddy. Jimmy! There's our guy, Jim Miller. Three different horses at three different tracks. Love that. Hey, Churchill I'll tell you this. I did in the 80s. We there, there was a new thing called aerobics. <laughs> so me and my buddies go try it, okay? <laughs> Two weeks later, I pull a hamstring. I, I contend. Why do you think that is? Because okay. it's like pulling on a rubber band. Hmm. It's sooner or later it's going to break. Look, they used to do jumping jacks. You never had injuries like this. You know, these trainers take it to the next level. It's baseball. You don't need to have a finely toned body. That's why you have so many injuries going on, I contend. And you know what? Uh, why is it? I mean, look at Madrigal. He's a, it's, it's to me because of the stretching. If, if, and I'm sorry to hear that horses might be doing it now. I am, because they never did it before. And Secretary did just fine. You know, and so I, did other horses. It's almost the, sometimes, I, I, and I don't know, I, I don't stay Are up you on a stretcher? This. Well, I, I try to stretch, you know, like I stretch my back and my hamstrings just Yeah, because, that's all, but you don't go yeah. crazy. No, and and believe it or not, I've read, and I don't know how much this the science of this changes. Zetterman's the guy to talk to about all this. Sometimes, I think they suggest that stretching afterwards is actually more beneficial than stretching before. I think if you stretch before, you're crazy. I mean, I had very few injuries. The one time I did start stretching more, I got hurt. It took me about like three, four weeks to get over because I was playing competitive softball at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but it takes time. It, it is crazy. That's a that's many. a nagging injury, and that's what I feel bad about Matt Agrow. He really popped that sucker. You could either pull it, strain it, or pop it. Yeah, it's just, I can't, I feel bad for Nick. I mean, it, I it, it, it's probably going to cost him the year. That kind of injury that I don't worry. We got Larusa. You find a guy in the street to plug him in. <laughs> They're gonna, that's all. Don't trade for Jonathan Scope. Let's hope that. Oh, I love Jonathan Scope. I'm with you. I he think... had a big guy. He had a big hit for me the other night. See? The guy. The guy's been steady ready yes. since he was with Baltimore. Totally. He's agree. with the Tigers now. Totally agree. Yeah. All right, Mikey. So you already gave out uh, the Carmen and Yurko bonus special was for later tonight. It's Red Sox. I like this play. Red Sox at home. Money line about minus 118, 120 against the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are just going through the gauntlet. I mean, they, they've played a tough schedule. They lose two out of three here in Chicago. They got good players, too. They do. Shots. They're, they're going to be good. Uh, and, and and the kid at first, I mean, Guerrero's yeah. the kid is absolutely outstanding. But I also like the under in this game. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
They scored last yesterday. They beat Houston. Now, the thing I liked about Boston, I took Boston earlier today with Carmen and Yurko, is that they were down three different times yesterday, okay? Mm-hmm. And they were down one nothing. They got two in the bottom of the second. Then they were down uh, seven to uh, four. They got three in the bottom of the fifth. Then they get five in the sixth. I just think they're on a roll right now. I think it's going to probably be a picket game by the time it takes off. I do like the uh, under in okay. this game. I think it's eight and a half or eight. All right. So Mike likes the under in that game, the Red Sox in the under. I'm going to uh, look at one of the NBA games tonight, and I am going to back the Nuggets as a very small favorite at home, minus one and a half. Now, no team in the NBA covers the spread more frequently than the Suns. I mean, they've been incredible against the number. And uh, full disclosure, I haven't had great success betting Denver, but – Look, their coach, Michael Ballone, called them out after game two. He said they quit. I think they'll respond tonight. And it's almost, it feels like kind of last stand time here for the Nuggets if they're going to get into the series. Did you watch them the other night? I've never seen a more despicable. I'm glad he called them I out. I think you're right. They were standing around. They weren't even going to the basket to try to get a rebound. I think you're right. And I think teams have a tendency to respond to stuff like that, especially when your team's got the MVP of the league. So, I just feel like it's kind of last stand time here, Mike. And you know what? Denver's Every, o- yeah, it is. Denver's only had one three-game losing streak all year. That was early February. The Nuggets are 19-9 and straight up after a loss. So I'm going to back the Nuggets tonight, laying the one-and-a-half at home against the Suns. Well, I think that's a good pick. And you know what? That's basically – and the over-under tonight in this Toronto game is nine-and-a-half, folks. Yeah. I mean, they're scoring runs. Toronto could score runs, too. Uh, they I can. Just, I just happen to think that that you know what a five to four game something like that and with Boston at the worst maybe you'll split but there's not a whole lot out there hockey doesn't start for a couple of days right you know yeah. a basketball Carmen's taking a shot you you don't know what's going to happen I know you don't we'll take a shot on it I'll give one more little lean here too I love uh, is it a lean is it a lean or is it lean I think it's a lean. Oh, you got me with chills. What's going on? It's a big total, but the Minnesota Twins, after a thrilling rally to beat the Yankees last night, are at home against the Astros. We know how good the Astros offense has been. No two teams in baseball play to the over as often as the Twins and Astros this season. Plus, Matt Shoemaker's on the mound for the Twins. His ERA is north of seven. If I ever see him on the street, I got a few choice words for him. I've had a. I've actually been given him twice this year, and he stinks. Uh, well, there you go. It's a huge number. It's like ten and a half. But let's let's have fun. It's a lean. Okay. Let's play over the ten and a half. I love it. Let's ride with it, baby. Let's ride with it. So there you go, Mike. Wow, great stuff as always. Have Thanks, a wonderful buddy. weekend. We want to thank Randy Merkin and uh, Eric Ostrowski for helping out today, yep. and of course Luke Pergandy <laughs> and Jim Miller. Great stuff, Mikey. And we'll see you next week. I'll bro. see you guys. Hey, so long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000.